Sports with a Z and a T. I am Bryce Zielinski alongside Tara Lattimore. We are presented by Godzilla Media, sponsored by Johnstone Supply and Troy Saving Face Barbershop up in Saratoga Springs and Mohawk Honda. And I, Taylor. I got a new haircut. And Taylor went, got, of course, to Saving, Saving Face Barbershop. There you go. And so. if, if you were very confused on the Spotify end of things, uh, that is Taylor is showing off his his great fade right now in the in the fresh cut there. Mm-hmm. They do a great job as always. Um, I have my fresh cut as well. Not so. If fresh you don't anymore, believe but... us, you can go to YouTube and check us out and and prove that we are got, in fact sporting hard, haircuts. Nice got the hard part in there. Mm-hmm. Got the nice little fade, and I already yeah, have I'm my uh, my my Ooh. next. Uh, my next uh, appointment is right before I go to Philly for the birds game. So that'll be that. I um, to go to, and I need it to look good. Where did that go? go? Saving face barbershop. Let's go. There you go. And a shout out to Jeremiah and the boys over there. Um, and the girls actually got a haircut. Uh, they've got some girls now working there as well. Very talented. There you go. There you go. There you go. My hair looks great. So very nice. Looks- there you go. All right. So we had um, college football. It wasn't too eventful. Um, really. we'll, we'll talk about the one impact game really that, that was there. And it does involve my Penn state Nittany lions. Um, and then we will look towards week four, look at the new rankings and then dive into the NFL. That was week two. Look at our, uh, week three picks and preview this week's upcoming games, which starts on recording night tonight. We are recording on Thursday to be dropped on Friday. But we are recording a few hours before the Thursday night football game between the Browns and the Steelers. And then we will go with our fantasy studs and duds of the week to wrap up the day. So let's get it rolling, Taylor. Let's start with the college football week three recap. Uh, It's going to be a short recap because there's going to be plenty of weeks where it's going to be a lot longer of a recap. Um, You know, the, the ranked teams handled their business. The top teams beat who they were supposed to. Um, The one big game of the week was Penn State. Uh, They went down to Auburn, and a lot of people, including myself, were a little nervous for that game. Um, You know, going into an SEC stadium, Jordan-Hare, overcapacity crowd. They were calling for an orange out. Is Auburn the best SEC team out there this year? No. (laughs) But it's still very hard to go into Jordan Hare and and purely dominate Auburn. I mean, there's teams that go in and beat Auburn, like Alabama and Georgia, but it's still very hard to do down there. Um, Mm -hmm. Penn State went down there and not only beat Auburn, but absolutely obliterated Auburn. 41 to 12, Taylor. Uh, Nick Singleton uh, just had a day on the ground. Sean Clifford was in complete control of the offense the entire time, and Penn State's defense just did not allow Auburn's offense to do anything. Um, they they scored six garbage points in the fourth quarter, so really only gave up six true points. They got to the point where Penn State, once again, not only did they give the backup some time, but there was some third strain time uh, for the Nittany Lions as well. This is a statement win. I- I'm sorry. I mean, it- it's hard to ignore what they have done now in the first three weeks. Now going down to beat Auburn, you have two weeks now with uh, Central Michigan and Northwestern coming up, uh, and then you face Michigan. But I, I don't know. This kind of goes back to our point, Taylor, that the Big Ten is bigger, better, stronger, deeper Besides the top two teams in the SEC. I mean, you have Georgia and Alabama, and then it's the Big Ten's world. You're just living in it. Uh, Penn State proved that, you know, with a healthy Sean Clifford, 
they have every right to be in the conversation with Ohio State and Michigan for the Big Ten title. Yeah, and um, I, I you're right. That's kind of the only game that we were looking at. Uh, I mean, a, as it progressed through the games and through the the weekend, you you know, blowout after blowout. You know, the big the big guys took care of the little guys that they played this week, uh, and then you came to Penn State, and we talked about it last week. They needed a good win, and they needed a good win to vault them into um, being right on the cusp there of being like a real legitimate ranked team in striking distance of, say, the college football playoff. You want to be in that striking distance because we talked about it with Penn State is you're setting yourself up. You got the next couple weeks, and then you got Michigan. And that's going to be a huge one. Oh if my you, God. In, in Ann Arbor, serve, too. Yeah. If you hold serve <laughs> and you both go into that uh, undefeated, that's probably going to determine who takes as I mean, if, if nothing else changes, then Michigan's still probably going to be, you know, number four. Right. Um, a, unless they move up somehow. But I, I, I don't, I haven't seen who they're playing, but um, nobody good. Yeah. I, I don't think that they shouldn't. Yeah. If they, if they lose, obviously they're going to be. That's going to hurt uh, them and you if you end up beating them. But um, yeah, I I think that 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 game should be a showdown in a couple weeks and looking forward to that. Yeah, and, and I mean, Auburn is good and it, it, obviously it's hard to go into Auburn. I mean, it, just ask Alabama sometimes like they lose a, a Bama, game. Bama almost lost to Auburn last yeah, year. Down that's there. what I mean. It's like is like it's it's just hard to go down there. Like even ask the good teams like Bama. Mm-hmm. Bama has lost down there and they've gone close to losing down there sometimes. Like it's not easy just to walk and, uh, into this, an SEC stadium. This was the this was the three thirty. Uh, you know prime time CBS game of the week. I mean, that, that was that slot with Brent Nussberger. I mean, this was the game and uh, you know, Penn state showed up and they uh, will get to the rank. Michigan state was the one ranked team that lost. Uh, Washington is putting themselves um, together a nice start of their season, but let's head to the new top 25 before we preview this week's games. Uh, And really the top seven did not change at all. Georgia, Bama, Ohio State, Michigan, Clemson, Oklahoma, USC, they're right there. There was a flip-flop between 8 and 9, Kentucky and Oklahoma State, but still there. And then Arkansas at 10 did not change. The entire top 10 did not change because there was no losses. Um, the only thing that changed was a Kentucky and Oklahoma State at 8 and 9 flip-flop. Um, then after the top 10 is where it gets nuts. Uh, Tennessee moved up four spots. They are 11. NC State is 12, Utah is 13, Penn State made the biggest leap of the week from uh, they were 22, now they are 14, so Taylor, we talked about striking distance, right, they moved up, they were able to move up into the top 15, they continue to move on, um, and they win these next two games, I can't imagine that that Michigan-Penn State game won't be two teams in the top 10 at that point, Um Oregon is at 15, Ole Miss 16, Baylor 17, Washington scoots up into 18 after beating Michigan State, BYU 19, Florida 20, Wake Forest 21, Texas 22, Texas A&M 23, Pitt 24, Miami 25. The contenders are starting to emerge, right? Like what you're starting to see it though, you know, you know, with the contenders, Georgia, Bama, Ohio State, Michigan, Clemson, Oklahoma, USC, Penn State. I don't know if Kentucky and Tennessee can really outlast what else is going to go on in the SEC. I mean, that just seems silly. But you're starting to see probably the 10 teams that you can put together 
to say, yep, this is probably what we're looking at. That could be the college football playoff. Yeah. And you're, you're seeing the top four start to emerge because I know it's early. I know no one's ranked, but let's be honest, Alabama and Georgia, they're not going anywhere barring a huge two losses. I like one loss from either one of these teams. I don't know if that's enough to boot them out of the top four Um, and Ohio state right there with them. Obviously Ohio state has to go through, you know, as we've talked about many a time, uh, the stacked big 10. So like that, that they have that to deal with. And um, you hope that, you know, Ohio state and Michigan and Penn state and all you guys don't just eat away at each other till mm-hmm. there's only one left. You, you'd like to have, if you could have two right now, it'd just be an sec and big 10 uh, playoff, which is. Yeah. No. I mean, Georgia and Alabama are there. And then I'd say, you know, the two survivors between Ohio state, Michigan and Penn state. There you go. Um, Now Clemson is starting to really emerge as a potential um, threat. You don't know if USC has enough resume to build an impressive resume to compete with everybody. Same with Oklahoma. But you you wonder, you know, one slip up with Clemson, Oklahoma, and USC, does that open the door for the two Big Ten teams? Because you're getting the two SEC. Yeah, and I think the other problem is if you're going by, like, strength of opponent, I mean – Clemson doesn't isn't going to play anyone who's ranked probably they for the haven't. rest of the year. Yeah, they won't until Miami, who's holding on dearly to the 25th ranking, mm. is the thing. Is they're not they may not be playing a ranked team all year long. Um, and if you look at you know Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State, they're going to be playing each other. Is they're going yeah. to be playing ranked teams. And so even a loss, a hard loss to Michigan, does it doom Penn State? No. No, it Probably doesn't. not. Yeah, because if they can no. come back and win the, uh, or uh, you know, they, they, there's ways that they can win and still yeah. get in there. Uh, the the year the the year the Penn State won the Big Ten championship, they actually got annihilated by Michigan, yeah. annihilated by Michigan. But they yeah. upset Ohio State, and then Ohio State beat Michigan. Yeah. So, you know, the Penn State and Ohio State, Penn State had the tiebreaker over over Ohio State, and then Ohio State beat Michigan in the last game of the season that catapulted Penn like, State again, into like the... You could, like, you could lose to Michigan, but then win, uh, beat Ohio State two weeks later, and mm-hmm. you're right there. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you take that out. And, and then Ohio State, like, if Ohio State were to lose to you, then still, I don't know if you take Ohio State out. And they would have yeah. to, it would depend on their game with Michigan and whatever else. Like, yeah, there's so many. Like, and this is, and this is a big reason why expanding crazy. the college football playoff is going to be huge because at this point, the way the season is going to play out, most likely Ohio state, Michigan, and Penn state all probably will deserve to be a playoffs team in the college football expansion. Top 12. There are all three of those will be in the top 12 at season's end, probably. but probably, um, I mean, you never know with injuries and whatnot. I mean, injuries can derail season as we learned last year with Penn state, Penn state was a top 10 team. Sean Clifford gets hurt and they end the season, not even ranked, but it, it, yeah. you know, it's, it's one of those things that the way it's emerging, you just never know. I mean, you look at the big 10, it's so deep and so talented. You have the, the top heavy sec, Georgia and Alabama don't even play each other. The only time they would play each other would be in the sec championship game. So you know what? You got to let it play out. The beauty of college football is there's always that loss that you can't predict. There's Mm -hmm. always that loss that you can't predict. And you know, it's easy to sit here and say, Oh, all these teams at three and oh, they look great. It all takes is one. 
all it takes is one bad loss sometimes. Um, so mm-hmm. let's, with that being said, look at some of the week four games. Um, Georgia plays Kent State, easy. Michigan plays Maryland, easy. Um, a big a- ACC game. You know, we just talked about Clemson. This might be their big test at Wake Forest. And I yeah, say big is. test, but like, I mean, Wake Forest is <laughs> Wake Forest is good, but like, not really. I mean, it's Wake Forest. Like, they're just they're they're good to a point. Um, Clemson is seven point road favorites. Uh, that is a noon game, but something to keep an eye on. You, you never know. Baylor at Iowa State. I think you put Baylor on uh, upset alert there. If you ask me, watch out for an upset alert there with Baylor. Pitt plays Rhode Island. Not even you can't even bet on a spread on that game. Um, <laughs> Florida and Tennessee is a big SEC matchup. Tennessee looking to continue to build their SEC resume. Florida kind of licking their wounds after losing to Kentucky two weeks ago. Texas plays Texas Tech. Uh, Middle Tennessee plays Miami. Oregon plays Washington State. Uh, Penn State plays Central Michigan. They are home 28-point favorites. A nice little breather before, after going down to Jordan Hare and facing Auburn. They get to breathe against a one and two central Michigan team. Hopefully um, Arkansas, Texas A&M, another big sec matchup. That's actually at AT&T stadium. It's a neutral site. Um, that is going to be a big game. Uh, Arkansas is a top 10 team looking to play Texas A&M who has lost to Appalachian state. As we talked about last week, <laughs> Bama plays Vanderbilt. You want to guess what the uh, spread is on Bama Vanderbilt? 50 something close 40 and a half. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, so good luck, Vandy. Um, Ohio, <laughs> Ohio state is the national ESPN game on ABC against Wisconsin. Honestly, Ohio state's going to kill them. Uh, NC mm-hmm. state, Yukon, Oklahoma, Kansas state, USC, Oregon state, BYU, Wyoming, Utah, Arizona state, Washington and Stanford. So some good games. But not a lot. This is like that last week before you get into conference play. Um, this is the last week before like shit gets real. Yeah. So um, this, you know, some some teams are starting their conference play. Some teams have already started conference play. Penn State has already played a Big Ten matchup. They open up the season mm-hmm. at Purdue. Um, so yeah. this week should be, for the most part, calm. Yeah, and um, I would amend my statement about Clemson because I didn't see the the two ranked in a row they have right here um, in Wake Forest and NC State. So yeah, if if you're a believer in Clemson or you want to see them fail, uh, that's maybe a game you're looking at because that's a game where if Clemson's going to for real hold that five spot and compete to try to make the college playoff, then they should easily be able to take on uh, Wake Forest. So we'll see about that. yeah, I think that that's probably one of the better games to watch. Seems like most of the other ones should be pretty chalk unless something crazy happens. As long as Penn State holds, that's all I can ask. Good teams <laughs> cover, or uh, good teams win, great teams cover. Penn State has not uh, lost against the spread yet this year. Just throwing yeah. that out there, and they're 28 point favorites. Um, so. College football we'll put on the uh, back shelf because we have a lot to get to when it comes to the NFL. Um, mm-hmm. And that is where most of our show will be dedicated, as our listeners know. Uh, week two, are the contenders emerging? That's, that's what we're really going to look at. And I, and I think, you know, it may be early for some of these teams, but I think there are signs of some legit contenders out there. Um, some teams that definitely look like 
we could be saying, you know, seeing them in Arizona come February. And there's some teams that I could sit there and say, we definitely won't be seeing them in February in Arizona. And uh, Taylor, you might not like one of my answers. Um, <laughs> um, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. We'll have your therapy session. Don't you worry. I don't um, know if it's be therapy or torture. <laughs> um, but let's start with. Um, Let's start with some of our week two reactions. The uh, Giants and the Panthers. The Giants beat another really bad team, and we, you both, you and I, picked Carolina Taylor. Um, that 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 that's just that. Look, this is a Giants team. Yeah, they're two and zero. Um, they might be three and zero. We'll get to that here in a little a little while. But um, this is a Giants team, Taylor, that I, I think is giving a lot of people false hope. If you're a New York fan, because you beat two of the worst teams in football. Listen, I don't think we can read anything into this because of that. Um, But you see signs of good things, I would say. Um, You mean good things happen when you give Saquon Barkley the ball? Well, I mean, they didn't give him a ton of the ball the second game. I know they did. Trust me, I have him on one of my fantasy teams. Um, They did the first game, and it worked out for them. They should probably keep doing that. Um, But uh, I I don't know. Hot take there. I think Brian Dable is uh, proving to be early on, at least um, a competent head coach, which is more than we can say for like Nathaniel Hackett. Um, So, so uh, I I think that in that you can take solace. Obviously the roster is just not that good. The quarterback suspect at best Um, you have talent. Obviously you have uh, Saquon Barkley. They need to get Kadarius Tony in on the action because He's not their guy. It, from what it sounds I, like, he is just not their guy. Just, he's so talented. You just need to give him the ball, like in in space, and let him do whatever he wants. And but, Kenny Galladay, uh, pretty much refuses oh yeah, he's to pissed. play. Yeah, he, yeah. Well, you know, you, you act like you're Randy Moss, and you're the furthest thing from it. So yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I just think good good signs from the giants obviously they're not a contender at all and they will not be winning maybe they'll win this week we'll talk we'll talk about that they might go three and oh but then it's 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 gonna go downhill fast yes yes it is uh the chiefs beat the chargers in a very good thursday night football game um i you know you had picked the Chargers. I had picked the Chiefs, but that was a very good game of cl- a close That's game. I but it. I think, but I think it kind of shows you like the what could hold the Chargers back this year, which is what was my concern going into the season was the coaching, the coaching mm-hmm. decisions, and, and just the inability for the Chargers to finish late in games. I think they didn't use Eckler uh, enough. He well, he was kind of getting stopped, but I feel like they could have gotten him more involved in the past. What game. are you doing throwing a throwing that late in the game that deep into the red zone? What are you well, doing? Yeah, I mean, and they and they kept trying to use different running, like they used uh, Joe Kelly, I think, and 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 Sonny Michelle was rushing on the goal line, and I'm like, just give it to Eckler. Like <sighs> he may not be a power back, but he like is your best player at the position. Like but, I said, this coaching, man, this coaching with this roster is going to hold this team back. I don't know. I just think the the roster's so good. I, I know. Think it is. They're, they're I, gonna, think gonna, I think they're going to win. I stand by my they're making it to the, the Super Bowl. But um, like seeing Derwin James just lay out Kelsey, man, that was crazy. I know. Um, I know. 
but yeah, I, I th- these are both good teams, and they played it to the wire. And I mean, it, if the Chargers got blown out, I would be worried about my uh, pick. But you know, they lost this game. Oh, I'm back. I'm worried about my pick. Trust me, <laughs> I'm worried about my pick. Um, you should. And that be. that would be the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> yeah. um, holy shit! And it's not the it's offense. Fun. It's not the offense. Um, that defense, man, if you let Tua and the Miami Dolphins, you know, score 21 plus points in the fourth quarter and come back and beat you, uh, you let Tua throw for six touchdowns. Um, yeah, what the living hell? Um, I hope this is just kind of like an outlier because this Ravens defense is good. You and I have agreed that this oh, Ravens yeah. defense on paper is good. They just brought in Jason Pierre Paul too. The team is good. The offense looks good. Lamar looks great. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, like, did they have a mental stroke in the fourth quarter? I, I have no idea what happened here. I don't. I wouldn't be worried if I were you on your pick. I, I think. Honestly, I think that they'll be fine. I think that teams are going to struggle and have to adapt to playing the Dolphins offense. Because I don't know the last time we've seen this combination of just sheer speed between two wide receivers. But, I mean, of, like, of, it's one thing. Tyreek. Uh, well, the, I if think they fell behind and couldn't come back. But this game was in the bag. And then they let Miami come back. I know, I know. I mean, if they, I don't know if they got gassed. Uh, the defense got gassed. Uh, there were some wide open blown coverages. That, that's <sighs> the problem. Marcus the, Peters, all you had to do was turn around. Yeah, but the thing is, is you know, in the scheme of things, they just need to like tighten it up. I think, like you know, you, you never want to see a comeback like that. But you know, they were up thirty eight to ten or whatever it was. Um, at the time, or thirty-five to ten, when they started the comeback, uh, but yeah, I, I I wouldn't be worried. I think it's just a fluky game, Terrible. and don't expect Terrible. that from Tua every week. Well, and, and that's the thing. Like, is Tua an MVP kid? Stop it. Tua is not. No, no. no. Stop. I mean, some of the throws he was making, you and I could have made to Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, and have them take it the rest of the oh. seventy yards. <laughs> Yeah, ser- seriously, make give me a perfect passer rating. Um, yeah, the Jets beat They're the Browns. <laughs> yeah, I know the Jets beat the Browns. The Browns kind of did the same thing. They let the Jets come right in. I mean, good for the Jets. Congratulations, you still <laughs> suck. Um, the Lions beat the Commanders. Look, this Lions team, man. Um, they're they're good. They are good. Um, they contended with the Eagles in Week One, and honestly, outplayed the Commanders for four quarters of football. Yeah, I mean, their offense is really good. I mean, as far as you can trust Jared Goff, I mean, he, he went to a Super Bowl. So, I mean, he, I, he he's coachable at least. I mean, you look at the <laughs> you look at the Lions, they have the second most points scored in all of football. Well, right you look now. at their weapons. They have DeAndre Swift, great. Amon St. Um, St. Brown, amazing. I'm glad I drafted him in like every league I'm in because I don't know why people yeah. are letting him go. Like I, after, I, I love, I love, um, after what Brown. he did at the end of last year and people thought he wouldn't continue doing that. He obviously cemented himself as Jared Goff's favorite target, but, but they brought in DJ shark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My roommate actually started him and was, he was like mad that, uh, he put up zero and I was like, yeah, oh, he's he not the guy. 
You could have expected that. Um, yeah, look, the Lions look good, and I, I mean, the defense is much improved too. I mean, the defense uh, looks Hutchinson good. Hutchinson looks good for a, a rookie. And let me tell you, you know, we 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 talk about the Cowboys and how bad they looked um, when Dak went down, and we'll get to the Cowboys here in a little bit. But we were talking about a team that could potentially be the second best team in the NFC East. Commanders don't look bad. Um, I'm not there yet to say that they're the second best team, but without Dak, I think they are. Um, I will say this and it's going to hurt you, but Carson looks good. Carson looks good. I mean, he's definitely playing well. I mean, nothing more you can say. He's got a ton of weapons. Um, I know know, McLaurin's falling out of favor to Dotson and I called that one. McLaurin, Dotson, uh, you know, Curtis, Curtis Samuel. Samuel. You're going to get Anthony Brian Gibson, Robinson back here. Brian Robinson, Gibson in the passing game has been a big factor as well. Um, yeah, he's got a lot of weapons and he looks good. If you imagine that, if you surround a quarterback with decent wide receivers, they can actually do something once in a while. We'll talk about it. We'll talk we'll about talk, it. We'll talk about it. We're, we're going to, we're going to get there. Um, now, um, <laughs> Taylor, I, I'm sorry. I, I mean, this is this is part of the job, right? This is part of the job. We got to talk about it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the Colts threw a uh, threw a uh, zero burger. Oh, we should have known they were in Jacksonville. Against, I don't. I guess know why we keep picking against them. Jaguars. Uh, Doug Peterson versus Frank Reich. <laughs> um, Doug and the Jaguars manhandled the Colts. Um, I didn't see the game. I know you did. No, no um, I didn't. I didn't even because I start. I, I couldn't watch the beginning because I was uh, I was uh, helping my grandmother uh, move. And then by the time yeah, I would have told grandma, you know, I'll see you after the game. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't want to watch this game. I, I, had, I had second thoughts about watching this game anyway, because I, as soon as it started and I started getting the alerts because I was like updating on everything. Um, it went downhill very, very fast. And mm-hmm. I'm glad I didn't, I didn't even bother freaking turning it on. I didn't want to, um, this is a Colts team that, uh, the, and you're, you're obviously the Colts expert and I will let you have your, um, fill here in a second. Um, Trevor, Law- let's start with the Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence looked good. They're feeding the ball to James Robinson. They have a two-man attack with Robinson and ETN in the backfield. Uh, Christian Kirk. Hope you guys listened to my fantasy advice last week because it's kind of good. Um, he is getting peppered with targets, and and the Jaguars made the Colts look like the worst team in football. Uh, Matt Ryan didn't even throw for 200 yards. Uh, he didn't throw for a touchdown. Uh, he turned the ball over thrice. Um, this They didn't run the ball with Jonathan Taylor. Uh, they couldn't. And, and they, well, they couldn't. And... Um, the 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 cries are loud, Taylor, for Frank Reich to be fired. Um, I have a different solution for the offense that I think might help a little bit, not much, but um, I, I I'm really looking forward to a case of beer later on this year uh, because Matt Ryan ain't doing what you think he's doing. Um, he looks like he should have retired from the NFL about twenty years ago. Well, the problem is it's not Matt Ryan's fault. Um, sure. He is part of the problem. I mean, if you're making bad decisions, but he has about two seconds to throw the ball because the offensive line can't pass protect. 
or run block, obviously. They were Which confuses just- me because I was under the impression that the Colts had one of the better offensive lines. They're supposed to be. They're the, one of the highest paid ones. Um, it seems like uh, Ryan Kelly, since he got his uh, uh, his money, he's been trash. Uh, Quentin Nelson is good, but he plays almost the use- most useless position in football. Um, yeah. <laughs> I really wish he was a left tackle. We don't have a left tackle because Chris Ballard decided we didn't need one that we were going to just run it back with whoever we had. We have uh, Pryor, who has been terrible. Uh, oh, but- he, he's a former Eagle. Trust me. You don't need to tell me about Matt yeah. Pryor. I'm going um, ha- have fun. Bernard Raymond, it, our rookie, uh, doesn't get on the field half the time, even though he's playing better than Pryor. Um, for some god awful reason. Hopefully, in this next game, he plays a little more. Um, and yeah, it's time so to all- take for Bryce Young. That's so all I'm hearing. That's I'm not, I'm not there yet, but I'm close. <laughs> I'm close. I'm on the edge. I'm staring down, and I'm like, a couple more losses, and I'm just like, let's do it. Pull the pull the trigger. Put Sam Ellinger in, and hope for the best. Oh um, no, 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 no! I I have a I have a solution before you put Sam Ellinger in. His name is Saint Nick. Nick Foles, oh baby. God, he will he will resurrect Foles. your He's team. He, resurrect he, he is a Super Bowl He's, MVP. Taylor. Yeah, yeah. He will yeah. take you to the promises. And he did absolutely god awful, and he got cut. Um, actually, I don't know if he got cut, but he, he didn't get it, cut. His contract it, ran it, out, <laughs> but he didn't get re-signed. That's for damn sure. Um, they drafted Justin Fields, so yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, but the the at all, it didn't help that Michael Pittman Jr. was out along with Alec Pierce. Not that Pierce did great. The first oh, it game. is clear that they need Mike Michael Pittman. Oh my to god, have any so chance? Bad. Because, yeah, without him, they have nothing. Um, they probably need Pierce too. Although Pierce dropped a bunch of passes and including an end zone uh, one the first game, but I'm hoping that he, that'll fix itself. Um, I mean, he got clocked in the the head and had a concussion. That's why he was out this last game, but they need him back. And they obviously need Michael Pittman jr. Back for some reason, they couldn't get Heinz more involved in the passing game. And a lot of this is falling on Frank Reich and Chris Ballard for the way he's not, he didn't go after anyone any one of the wide receivers that are open. I mean, he's Odell Beckham Jr. is still not on a roster. Yes, he's probably recovering from his injury still, but he ain't coming to the Colts. I can tell you that. But he, but the thing is, we should have been more aggressive with getting any wide receiver. I mean, not that we had a ton of draft capital or or whatever, but like AJ Brown was obviously on the market. Not that again, the Titans wouldn't have traded him to the. Colts, I was gonna say but, Titans aren't doing that. But the. Pa- what I'm saying is that there were options out there that the Colts could have explored. And I just don't think they did. They thought that their wide receivers were good enough and they're not, they're just not. And if you don't get your wide receivers, they don't get separation. The tight end doesn't get separation. Then you can stack the box uh, against Taylor. And if your uh, offensive line can't hold for more than two seconds, then guess what? Matt Ryan can't do shit and he has to play hero ball. And that's why he's throwing interceptions. If he's just chucking it to where he thinks there might be, some separation but there's none the whole team is playing like shit and the coaches are playing like or coaching like shit and the defense is getting torched because it's a new defensive coordinator and they're not into the system yet they're not settled down also we're missing our best defender in Darius Leonard but we can't get any pass rush um yeah I mean if if you have time because you're not getting a pass rush out it doesn't matter how good your cornerbacks are which they haven't been very good but you're not going to be able to – you're going to give Trevor Lawrence or whoever the hell 
wants all the time in the world to throw the ball, and they're going to find the open guy. Yeah, Colts are playing like awful. And guess what? I get to see it live next this week. Oh, you're going to Indy this week. Yeah. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs are going to absolutely obliterate you guys. Now, see, they'll lose 24-0 to Jacksonville, but then they'll keep it close with the Chiefs. They're going to lose, but the, they'll like somehow keep it close with the Chiefs because I think Pittman is going to play, which is a big a big help. Like If Pittman's playing, we have a chance to compete. I'll put it that way. Don't think. We're Good luck out there, soldier. Good luck out there. Um, well, this is our whole first home game. They were they were on the road for the first two. Give it, give them that. It'll be at least a home game. So you were at Houston and Jacksonville. Yeah, and we never win in Jacksonville ever. Whose fault is that? The Colts. It's Jacksonville. You didn't even win when we had Andrew Luck in whatever year. So oh. I mean, it's it's. It's just a thing. It's a mental thing with the whole fucking organization. We were on the road, but we played in the least two intimidating places ever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Being on the road in general affects everyone. You know, not that you're at, at your house, in your home stadium, sleep in your own bed. The Eagles seem to have done just fine. Yeah, you can overcome it. I'm not saying it's a huge thing. <laughs> All I'm saying is that the difference between getting blown out and at least uh... competing in a game might be... Uh, little helped with being at home yeah no I, I, definitely um we'll get to that um the patriots and the steelers that was just a eye bleeding catastrophe of a game i can't wait to watch the steelers tonight mm. um yeah look the patriots are not good the steelers aren't good either it is what it is right um the uh cowboys beat the bengals i i, I don't know man like cooper rush and the cowboys beat the Bengals. Joe Burrow does not look good. This offensive line has him running for his life. Somehow, I, I think the ben, Taylor, I think the Bengals were a little bit of a Cinderella run last year. I, they are not a good football team. Listen, they're, they overhauled quote unquote, the offensive line and somehow they got worse. Yeah. They, like, they don't, they, 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 they do not look good at I all. And, I saw a stat. They, they last year they allowed what like fifty some odd sacks of him. Mm. So far, they're on pace for a hundred and eleven sacks. Play Even stupid up. games and win stupid prizes. If you want Joe Burrow to stay healthy, man, you gotta do better. You gotta do better because uh, no, I mean I get why Joe Burrow is not playing that well. He's running for his life. Um, and, and you know, the defense played fine. I mean, 20 points, you should be able to win a football game in the NFL, giving up 20 points that, 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 that's really my opinion on it. Um, but I mean, you, you, the Cowboys are like down bad, bad right now. That offense can't do shit. And they had Cooper rush and you still lost. Like it's well, not about the Cowboys. It's about the Bengals. Well, you do have to give it a little credit because the Cowboys' defense is at least the one bright spot on their team. They still have Mika Parsons, who's probably going to be the defensive player of the year. Micah. Whatever. Um, the fact of the matter is they have a good defense, and that's you know the only reason they won this game. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, if, if you were curious, we both got that wrong. Uh, the Rams uh, yeah. almost gave it up to the Falcons. We're going to get was, it wrong this week, too, if which the Bengals was, lose again. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, which uh, it, the Falcons almost gave the Rams an 0-2 scare. Uh, the Niners beat the Seahawks, and it's not really the storyline that the Niners beat the Seahawks. Um, it's a storyline that Trey Lance is out for the year, and Jimmy Garoppolo is back. Taylor, they're a better team with Jimmy Garoppolo. I said that from the start. And I will be adamant. Jimmy Garoppolo being back on this team has me thinking the Niners are going to win this division this year. Yeah, I think the best way to describe it is like Jimmy Garoppolo's floor is game much manager. Much safer. Much yeah, safer. Game, game much manager. Safer. He, he may not win you the game, but he won't lose it for you most times mm -hmm. whereas trey lance's ceiling is he could be we haven't really seen him develop but like you know as a rushing quarterback who can all his ceiling is the way jalen hurts is playing mm -hmm. <laughs> we're gonna get there too stuff like that so like so like that that his ceiling is there but the floor for garoppolo is steady yeah, steady. yeah no that, this niners team you will not lose people. you will not lose a game because jimmy garoppolo you yeah. will not lose a game this Jimmy is a Niners team can get you to the Super Bowl. He may not win it, though. No, no. And, and but but with the way the Rams are constructed this year, I'm still going to give the benefit of the doubt to the Rams. But do not be surprised if this Niners team goes on and wins that division this year. Mm -hmm. um, the Broncos. I want to talk about the Broncos. Oh, my God. They <laughs> look awful. Awful. And Nathaniel Hackett, I, I, Broncos fans got to be sick to their stomachs because you are locked in for five years with a quarterback that looks like it has been. Um, he's more pop, you know, he, he's more known for his really, really awkward uh, TikToks at this point. And, um, you, you know, he is just not good. He is not good. He's not likable. And this team defense is fine you have the weapons on offense i don't understand what the issue is um coaching is horrible they almost lost to the houston texans at home yeah i think i think it's the coaching i still i i like i picked russell them wilson to win the as, fucking division i know you did um I, I think russell wilson is a good quarterback i don't think he's washed or anything no, I he think, looks washed he I think, looks washed yeah, but he's been in the same system since he was drafted, and now he's in a completely new system, completely new. Like, he's a human being, and he just completely uprooted his life and moved. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I do think the coaching is bad. Like, you, uh, the coaching is inexcusable. From the first game to the second game, the clock management, all that, not good. They should no. be 2-0. and They should be 2-0. and um, they're, one, they're not, but... They did breaking news. Game. They're not. They did win this <laughs> game, which is which is good. I mean, you can't lose the Houston. You can tie them, but you can't. <laughs> but you can't lose. Yeah, them. You can tie the Houston <laughs> Texans, but make sure you. But don't you beat you them. do not lose to the Houston <laughs> Texans. Um, um, yeah, and you're right. They have the weapons. The we've talked about it a million times. The roster's all there. Mm -hmm. They should be winning games handily. Mm -hmm. They did win this game. A win's a win. So a win's a win in the NFL. No, you're not wrong. You can't say much, but you know, it's got to be better. They need to. There's something said for the eye test though. Yeah. Right. No, it, it's sloppy and they need to like tighten up the screws a little bit. Um, I still think they will be okay. I don't think they're going to win the division. I didn't pick them to win the division. But... No, I don't think they're win. I think the chiefs are winning the division, but though. I think that they're making the playoffs at least. Yeah. Chiefs I mean, probably will, but 
I, I gotta, uh, I, I gotta stand right. pat. I gotta stand pat. You know, they are one and one. They are right there. Maybe something works out, but my gut says no. No, no I not think even the Chargers too. Um, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. Um, one last, two last games before we head to the Monday night games. Um, the Cardinals and the Raiders. What a comeback by Kyler Murray and the Cardinals, uh, beating the Raiders. Now the Raiders find themselves all of a sudden at zero and two. Rut row raggy. Um, I think it's kind of clear. I mean, this kind of reconfirms what we thought that the Raiders just aren't quite there. You know, everybody thought the sexy addition of Devonte Adams was going to catapult this team. But outside of that, what has this Raiders team really done? Um, they haven't really improved defensively. They have some nice pieces, but still questions remain. <sighs> questions remain about the performance and consistency of Derek Carr. Um, and Josh McDaniel, I like, I don't, I don't get the love for Josh McDaniel that a lot of people seem to have out there. He wasn't successful in Denver. He sat alone with the coattails of Tom Brady as the offensive coordinator for the Patriots behind Bill Belichick's success in New England. Now he gets another job and now he's 0-2 again. Like, I'm, I'm not buying into the Raiders at all because personally, I don't think the Cardinals are a very good team. I do not think that's a very good Cardinals team. Kyler pulled something out of his ass, but he does not look good. That offense doesn't look good, and that defense sure doesn't look good. Yeah, I mean, that offense is definitely missing DeAndre Hopkins. They're lucky that they will get him back in a couple games. Um, yeah, the, they, they they don't look great. I, I still I picked them the, to make the playoffs, and I still think they will. Um, they needed this win for sure, and the Raiders – yeah, uh, they're just not putting it together. They don't look as good as everyone thought they were. Their offense on paper is a scary proposition. And, you know, Devontae Adams is still putting in work. It's just sometimes it's not enough. And when your your quarterback is Derek Carr, we kind of can't really trust him that well. And their defense is not very good. Like, it, it, it it's you can't win games when you're, you're, you're giving up only 29 points and you're not uh, winning. Like, like you said, like, Get it, if you hold them to in the 20s, especially when you have Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, all these guys, you should be able to put up like 30 points as a team. Mm-hmm. And so and the fact that you can't, that yeah, that's a big problem. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, it, it is an issue. Um, the Packers and the Bears on Sunday night, the Bears are just bad. Um, the Packers <laughs> really didn't have to do much. The Bears are bad, um, and, and that's really... Really, all there is to it on, on that on that game. Uh, let's the head Packers to Monday. Are lose to like every decent to good every, team. Every decent to good team. The Packers are in trouble. Yeah. Uh, Monday night, the Bills and the Titans. I think it kind of reconfirms both that the Bills' offense is deadly. Um, but I at believe. the same time, the ta- the Titans are so <laughs> they're so, so bad. bad. I they love are, it. They I love are it. not good. They are not a good football team. Just not. Just straight up not. I love the AFC South. The th- the funniest thing about all of that's happened with the Colts is like could still <laughs> win the division and make the playoffs. Um, I'm almost I'm I'm most worried obviously about the Jaguars because they do seem to be pretty good, but Houston's bad and the Titans are god awful. So we just I wish I took Jaguars. I wonder what the odds were before the season started on Jaguars to win the division. Probably pretty low. Group, right um the highest odds but and i still think they will maybe if they get their shit together let's talk about the sexiness that was the eagles beating the vikings taylor 
Oh my goodness. And this is, this is kind of what I wanted to get to that. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles and Jalen Hurts has officially arrived. Uh, they, I mean, those, and look, I had my doubts and I said, now I feel absolutely positive about my belief that the Eagles could easily make the Super Bowl. They look like the best team in the NFC. Um, but those who felt uneasy about the outlook this year because of Hertz, I, I think this is the type of performance that you were waiting for to see, okay, this is the, you know, this is the step that you wanted to see him take. So third year quarterback, he put it together. That was probably the greatest half of his career. Um, definitely in terms, definitely in terms of passing um, in the first half, the second half, the game was mostly in hand and they kind of let off the gas a little bit, which is fine. Um, Hertz was 17 of 20 for 251 yards and a tutty in the first two quarters. Um, he was a really good passer rushed for 50 yards. How about that touchdown that he mm. just kind of like bulldozed three guys and out his way, both, both of them. Um, he, you know, this is an Eagles team Taylor uh, that, you know, he put on Hertz, put on a show. Uh, the defense put on a show. Darius Slay had Justin Jefferson in jail all night. Um, Kirk Cousins threw three interceptions and, you know, the Monday night football prime time dilemma with Kirk Cousins lives on. He is just, he was just awful. He was 27 to 46 for 221 yards. Um, the three interceptions that I, that I mentioned, but this is an Eagles team, Taylor, that I, I feel you look at their schedule moving forward. You look at what they have done in these first two weeks. Where are the, and you know, you and I talked about this a little bit, where are the losses on this schedule? Where are the losses? Because I'm sure there will be some because that's how the NFL works. But the Eagles are, <laughs> they. it looks like this is their division to be had. And it looks like this conference, which is wide open, um, the Eagles through two weeks look like the most impressive team in the NFC. I, I'm sorry. And it, I don't think it's close. The Buccaneers look sh shaky, look really, really shaky. Um, the Cowboys are banged up. You look at the Vikings. The Eagles just proved they're better than the Vikings. They just proved that. The Packers don't look good at all. The Rams look inconsistent. That defense has issues. The Eagles are the best team in the NFC. Yeah. Um, I think at this point, you the NFC is pretty weak, I think, in terms of how they're playing. Like, we, I wonder how far up Detroit might go because they're mm. playing well. Yeah, is um, Detroit a wild card, like, sneaky pick? Yeah, maybe. And then, like, you know, the Rams, that first week they look shaky. Second week they got a win, and so you, you win's a win, but mm -hmm. um, they don't look great. San Francisco, I think, with Jimmy Garoppolo. I think, I think San Francisco. I think San Francisco now is a lock to at least be a wild card team. They're yeah. a lock to, and they, like I said earlier, they could win that division, and I would not be shocked at all. I'm still giving the benefit of the doubt to the Rams, but yeah, those that Niners team with Jimmy Garoppolo, <laughs> we've seen it. We've seen them go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, we've seen it. And and Tampa Bay, I'm never gonna count out Tom Brady. They look just they look bad. Man. I they know look they, bad. They're, not, they're definitely not playing cohesively, and the offense is leaving much to be desired. Um, with Godwin out, I don't, I don't. That's not helping. And um, uh, I mean Mike Evans getting ejected and now suspended for 
the next game is yeah, that was wasn't that something yeah Woo! i mean and then going back to the eagles game the eagles are the only other team that i actually know the only team because i didn't watch the colts play um they're the only team that i've watched both both games front I'm to proud. back i'm so proud of you front to back um so because you're a classic of, Eagles it is monday so i, I was watching it because i no, thought it was you're, a really good game you're a classic you're a classic birds <laughs> no, fan not, you can not. um yeah, but, jalen hurts looks amazing you're um, a jalen hurts fan i know that oh yeah i love jalen hurts i have him on my uh fantasy team for sure or one of them anyway um and he though he did not bring me a win because my team was uh uh, so under oh oh uh, the no, rest of the team, team yeah yeah okay. uh, the rest of my team my team did shitty um but yeah no he he played great when he rushed those power rushes that he does where he's yeah. like he's like a power running back and he can just like they were saying it all night long oh you remember when it, the, they showed the video him benching five hundred pounds and then him benching six hundred and I was like damn okay um his thighs are huge and the man can just power through people um so it's it. it it's kind of like he's a he's half running back, but he also threw the ball spectacularly well. Um, so like it it's it's, it's impressive, like very impressive. Like I oh yeah, say. he he looks passing wise. He went from last year run first, pass second to this year. He is going through all his reads. He's looking to pass the ball. He has zip on the ball. He's throwing them into tight windows. I don't know if you saw that throw. That throw to Dallas Goddard. Goddard dropped it. Yep. But, I mean, that had to be in one tight little window, and that's it, or it's getting picked off. And he yep. threw it right where it had to be and gave Goddard a chance. It was an impressive throw. And then, Hertz looks impressive. And and I I'm I feel like a schmuck, and I'll but I'll admit it. I was wrong about Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I was wrong. I mean, he is he is taking that step. And Nick Sirianni said it best um, after the game. He he was just like, he is taking that step. He will hit his ceiling. And, and, and that ceiling is a dual threat quarterback in today's NFL that can throw the football and is willing to be a throw first quarterback that can make the throws at each level of the defense that bomb to Kez Watkins, the intermediate routes and the short passing game that on top of his rushing ability, what can the Eagles offense unlock? It's going to be a fun offense to watch this year. Yeah. And I think his ceiling is basically that game. Like he put that that's his ceiling and, and that's good because that was an MVP caliber, like it's yeah. game. And, and it, it, it was, it was nearly the, perfect uh, in the first uh, court half with his throwing yeah. and he added th the rushing threat in the end zone. It's, it's impressive. And I, I like, you know, I wish the Colts had a, a guy like that. And that's why I'm like, maybe get Bryce. Bryce Young. Young. Bryce Young. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and yeah. you know, you know, my it's point is see Otis is all, all for it. Um, but my, my point, like with the Eagles, we were talking as the draft was leading up, and they acquired that second pick from the Saints. And I'm like, they have the ammunition to go and get one of these guys if they have to. But damn, how awesome would it be if Jalen Hurts proves he could be their franchise quarterback and they could take those two draft picks and put it elsewhere on this roster? Um, beautiful construction by Howie Roseman. Um, and Jalen Hurts is really, really making that decision easy for the Eagles. If it, and I get it, two weeks. It's two weeks. I know. But. At the same time, 
you saw the progression from last year with this Eagles team to this year, and it's getting better. The weapons are around them. The Eagles have one of the, the best. I'm not saying one of the best offensive line in football. Mm-hmm. And they're they're gonna run they're gonna run away with this division at the least. Well, yeah, um, we, we did we went through I went through the, the teams and uh, they're not thirteen. You, well, you you sent me a text at least thirteen at, thirteen at wins least. at least. At like least. I could see fifteen. They they, they they don't play anyone. They, they play have the, the easy, a, yeah. They play they the, the easiest remaining schedule. I know it's great. They play Whoa. yeah. <laughs> I know it's great, isn't it? Um, I, we play the AFC South. They, you play obviously the NFC East, and that that's loaded with shitty teams too. Um, the Commanders might be your biggest test, um, and yeah, the Jaguars the might be Jack your biggest test back. on the other side. I know Doug Peterson um, revenge game. We get them in um, two weeks, I think. Two, yeah, this uh, next week. Yeah, next. Oh, week. Yeah, next week. Yeah. Um. So you know, hey, the Eagles look good, and I'm not going to go any further than that right now. Um. But <laughs> I feel better with my, you know, pick for the Super Bowl on the NFC side. Oh, um, honestly, you, you might. Let's uh, let's get to our picks here, Taylor. We got we got some Week Three picks to dive out, and then we got some fantasy advice to hit before we head on out of here. Um, uh, we were both eight and eight last week. We were both eight and eight. Um, the difference was you had uh, the Chargers, I had the Chiefs, and then I gave it right back to you when I had the uh, Raiders and you had the Cardinals. Um, so I am still two games back on you. You are 17 and 15. I am 15 and 17. Let's start with the game that when our listeners hear this episode, they will know if we are right or wrong. Uh, nice rivalry game. The 142nd meeting of the Steelers and the Browns on prime time. Uh, Thursday night football. Get your Amazon prime accounts ready. I'm not a fan of it. I, I, I don't know if that's like a hot take, but not a fan of it. I kind of um, liked it. It was fresh. I'd like to simply just turn on my TV and turn on channel 13 and have the game well, on. Well, the thing is, because I don't use so cable, it, it was actually really nice because I didn't have to find a stupid stream for it. I just have one ready. Fair enough. Great. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, non-cable people, it's like awesome. Cleveland is angry. Um, to say the least, after what they did uh, or what they couldn't do against uh, the Jets, Pittsburgh looks awful, Taylor. Um, they they really do. And without TJ Watt, that defense still leaves a lot to be desired. The offense can't do anything. Um, I'm going to say Cleveland bounces back here and wins on Thursday night football. Uh, yeah, I think that uh, the uh, I think that the Browns will win this game. Um, the Steelers offense, like we, you said, it, it looks horrible. So bad. Like you even have Najee Harris and you can't get him going. And you can't run the, form. you can't run the football with Najee and Trubisky can't throw a football more than five yards. Yeah, exactly. So you, you put that all together and it's, it's just a recipe for disaster. Um, I think the Browns win, especially cause you know, they gave up that win to the Jets. The way that the Steelers win this game is the way that the Steelers won the only game they've won so far, and that's stifling, stifling, suffocating defense, which against Jacoby Brissett might be enough. We'll see. Might be enough. Yeah, this is going to be an ugly game tonight, but it's football, and I will watch it. Um, (laughs) And I will be watching it. Uh, New Orleans and Carolina, Taylor, the, the Saints 
do uh, play the Panthers, and the Panthers looked absolutely horrible. Uh, they t- they lost to the Giants uh, on a last-second drive. Not last-second drive, but last-minute drive there. And the Saints did lose to the Buccaneers. Did not look good. They were without Alvin Kamara last week, um, which I think definitely affected the offense a little bit and what they like to do which, um, you know, all the attention onto Jameis, that's not really a good recipe for success. But the Saints should have Kamara back. The Panthers are not very good. Um, I'm going to go with the Saints here on the road. Yeah, um, as long as Kamara plays, it it should be a Saints victory for sure. Um, I don't know if he will. Uh, I think he was limited in practice. Uh, the expectation is that he will play. I have him, on, uh, I have him in our uh, Godzilla Media League. Um, well, yeah, so, uh, if he, if he's playing, hopefully they can get him involved. Um, and they should win against the Panthers. Panthers aren't a good team. Like, let's just Mm-mm. be honest. You want to talk, you want to talk, time. you want to talk about not good teams. Uh, the Texans and the bears. That Ooh. is a game, ladies and gentlemen, that this is a game. Uh, the Lovey Smith revenge game, as I like to call it. Uh, the Houston Texans <laughs> play the bears in Chicago. Um, these are two teams that haven't thrown the football well. Um, there's not many positives about either team. Uh, who do you who do you got, Taylor? Well, this is a battle of two bad teams. Battle but, for the first overall pick. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, Although the Texans have that tie in there, so that's going to be a uh, uh, – but the Bears do have a win, so I guess Ooh. there's that too. <laughs> um, I think the Texans get their first win here against the Bears. Right. And I agree with you. I think at, the Texans have at least shown competitiveness this year, where yeah. the Bears is just kind of like, what are you doing? Like, Davis Mills isn't a great quarterback, but I think he's a quarterback. I watched him play against the Colts. He can at least move the ball, um, especially if the if the defense isn't playing well, which the Colts' defense was not. So I think the Bears' defense will, you know, they're not a good team. So when I, I, when I, I do I, think the Texans yeah. won. When I look at the Texans, like, I at least see, like, they're going to steal a couple games. Chicago, I just don't understand the direction. I don't get just, it. I think Justin Fields might steal a game or two here and there where he just runs. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to be throwing and stealing games, but I think there there might be a game where he just goes off for like 80 yards and two touchdowns, and that might steal a game. But yeah, I, I, I just think the Bears are not good. <laughs> no. Um, you'll they, be at they, this. They did steal a game, and they stole a game uh, yeah. in the monsoon. Yeah, that, that, that's their game stolen. Uh, you'll be at this game, Taylor. Kansas City yeah. at Indianapolis. Yeah. Um, Nationally the Indi- televised. Woo-hoo. The Indianapolis massacre, as I'd like to call it. Um, I, I, I'm sorry. I can't. I yeah, Kansas City. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm not gonna pick the Colts. I'm picking. Kansas City. There's no. There's no goddamn way in all hell that I'm gonna pick this Colts team. How could I? They're terrible. Um, if they came out and win, I'd be ecstatic. Obviously it'd be amazing, but I'm not expecting it. And I'm not getting my hopes up. I don't know. At the game, I'll probably be like, all right, let's go. We got this. Yeah. Let's go go team for at least the first couple minutes of the first first minute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, It depends on uh, Pittman being back is going to be huge for at least the offense. Darius Leonard hopefully plays. I don't know that he will. Um, if he does, then like, Awesome. Our defense should be much improved just with him because he's just that good. But I don't know if he's playing. Um, when he does, apparently it's going to be the first time he's playing without pain since his rookie year. So that's mm. cool. 
Um, that he was so good at playing with pain, maybe he'll be a god without <laughs> yeah, pain. <laughs> there you go. Um, Buffalo at Miami. Uh, a lot of people are calling this a trap game for the Bills. Like Miami, be. some people think Miami's like really, really good. And look, Miami might be better than some people expected. Um, Buffalo hasn't really faced any competition yet this year. Um, you know, they, they played a Rams team that seemed like they were in La La Land when they, you know, played the opening week and then they just played the Titans. Um, I'd like to see more from the Bills. Uh, Miami coming off that high last week. I, I get the idea. It's still very hot in Miami. Um, that is ter- certainly an advantage against a team like Buffalo. Um, but I think Buffalo is just too talented i i think they're gonna beat the dolphins yeah i mean when i look at this game i, I was looking at the games that i was making picks on um you know my my pick them um mm-hmm. and and this was a game that gave me pause because you are right like the bills really haven't faced anyone um and so you you get this dolphins team and you see the speed that they have at that wide receiver core it, it's just scary um mm-hmm. And it's the one thing that's that's leading the Dolphins' offense. But, you know, the Bills need this. They need these wins against teams that people are like, oh, do we really trust the Bills? Let's see them play this team. And it's in division. Bills are going to be out here for blood in this game, just like every other game they played. You know, did they face the Titans? Yeah, but they didn't win it 24-20. to 20. They absolutely obliterated them. Um, so I, I think... That's gonna be. I don't. I don't think the Bills are stepping off the gas. Is, is basically what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, I, I'm taking the Bills in this one. But it wouldn't surprise me at all if the Dolphins do come out and shock the Bills. No. Uh, another divisional game: the Lions and the Vikings. And the Lions are no pushover. The Lions are no pushover. And and I've really liked what I've seen from the Lions this year so far. Um, they're facing a Vikings team that is looking to rebound after a shellacking against the Eagles on Monday Night Football. Um, but this game is at one o'clock, so Kirk Cousins will be fine. Therefore, I am taking the Vikings. <laughs> I was exactly going to say that. I was like, it's a one o'clock game, so we're going to get MVP Kirk Cousins, and Justin Jefferson is probably going to have close to 200 yards. <laughs> yep, yep. So no worries there. Kirk is going to be fine, and we both picked the Vikings <laughs> to win. Um, the Ravens take on the Patriots. Uh, look, I-, I can't imagine that the Ravens lose this game. Um, especially after what happened last week. Uh, at the very least, the Patriots are not keeping up with this Ravens offense like the Dolphins were able to. Yeah, uh, I don't think that they're going to be able to um, keep up at all. Like, there's just no way. Like, I, I just I just can't see in any world, unless the defensive game plan is so good that they're able to reel in Lamar Jackson in the offense, the Patriots cannot get into a shootout with the Ravens. They cannot put up the points that quickly like like uh, uh, Miami did. No. Miami has those two quick running uh, wide receivers. Patriots the don't Patriots have, have Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, they have Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> and Jacoby Myers and, and, and Devontae Parker. Yeah. yeah. No. The oh. Patriots don't have any. They win games through their defense, low-scoring affairs, and I just don't think you can hold that this Ravens team to under no. 20 points. Um, the Bengals are still seeking their first win of the season. They can you imagine – I bet we were saying this. At- if they go 0 and 3 against the oh Jets, you are sounding the oh alarms. Sounding the alarms. If imagine? Joe Flacco and the Jets 
Look, they did it last year. The Jets beat I the know. Bengals last year. I know. Um, I can't do it. No, the Bengals are going to get their first win of the season. <laughs> I'm not picking the well, Jets. I can't, I can't in good conscience ever pick the Jets. <laughs> no. Unless they're playing like the Giants. And even then, I'm like, eh. I still might pick, I might know, pick the Jets it. there. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, but no, I can't be the ba- I, I can't. I can't pick the Bengals to go 0-3 against the Jets. Uh, it'll be it'll make for some interesting conversation next week if they do. Um, I don't yeah, right. have anything against Joe Burrow and the Bengals, but like just for conversation's sake, yeah, just for conversation's sake, let's like, go and beat the Bengals. Like they go to the Super Bowl and then they start zero and three against like the Jets. Who else? Who'd they play? The Jets, Cowboys without oh, the, Dak. The Jets, the Cowboys with Cooper Rush, and then the Steelers. Yeah, it'd be so bad. Yes. Uh, it doesn't the, get easier for them either. Either like they play the Dolphins and the Ravens. Yeah. And... Yeah. These are the games they're they're supposed to be winning. Yeah. Um, exactly. The Raiders and the Titans. We just have talked about a couple times now how bad the Titans are. The Raiders are going to get their first win here. Yeah, I'll go with the Raiders too. Um, I do think the Titans are going to get wins, just like every NFL team. Some usually finds a sure. way to get like one. Yeah, or two wins. Not this week and, though. And the Raiders aren't that good, but uh, I, I I'll, I'll go Raiders in this one too. We're gonna pick the same teams like every time. The Eagles yeah. and the Commanders. If you think I'm picking the Commanders, you just especially facing you're Carson Wentz. <laughs> you're not paying attention. Uh, go Birds. Um. Yeah, no, I, 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 we already talked about how good I think the Eagles are. Um, could this be the one that they weirdly drop? Sure. No, not against Carson Wentz at FedEx Field <laughs> with a bunch of Eagles fans there. No chance. Zero. Um, none. What? It, what? It, yeah, but what if Carson Wentz comes out and has a revenge game? He's been looking good. Throws five touchdowns. Beats. He the also Eagles. hasn't fa- he also hasn't faced a defense like the <laughs> Eagles have too. That's true. Um, um, yeah, no, he, uh, I'm picking the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jaguars and Chargers. Look, the Jaguars are a nice little story. Um, after beating the Colts last week, uh, but they are not going to beat the Chargers. Yeah, I picked the Chargers to make the Super Bowl and win the division. I'm obviously picking the yeah, Chargers. If they're your the uh, Super Bowl pick, they better beat the Jaguars. Um, they better beat the Jaguars, <laughs> or else you can lose to the Chiefs by three, but you cannot lose to the Jaguars. <laughs> Yeah, that, 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 there's pause for concern there. A good NFC West matchup here, Rams and Cardinals. Look, I, I have concern for the Rams, but I have more concern for the Cardinals. I think the Rams win this one. I agree. I just don't – I don't know. Something about the Cardinals ain't right to me even after I, a win. I still think the Cardinals, like I said, I still back them. Not to be a great team, but to be an okay, good team, maybe make the playoffs. But the Rams, you know – Rams should be better. They are the defending champs. You're you're ready for we we had Houston and uh, we had Houston and Chicago earlier. Now we have Atlanta and Seattle. Yeah. Oh, oh. baby. Um, I'm gonna go with Seattle here. I think at home, you know they they were able to get theirs against Russell Wilson. The home crown does play a factor. Atlanta's not very good. Um, like at all, not, not, neither is Seattle, but I think Seattle has a couple more pieces. They're definitely the better coach team. Um, so by, by a coin flip here, I am going with 
Seattle. Well, good, because I'm going with the Falcons. Yeah, uh, so we baby. will differ. Yeah, <laughs> baby. Um, oh, I think, yeah. I think the Falcons have been playing better than I thought they would even. Um, they're not winning, but I mean, not really. But I, I do think that, uh, um, you know, the way that they are able to score the ball sometimes – they have pieces on the uh, on the offense that we like. Kyle Pitts, even though they're not really using him, um, and Drake London has been really, really good. Like he's he's he is up there playing as good as any rookie wide receiver is playing right now. Um, and so I, I think the Falcons outscore the Seahawks and win this game. Packers at Buccaneers. Um, two personalities of quarterbacks that you just hate to see um rogers and brady uh the packers aren't very good the buccaneers have disappointed i am gonna go with the buccaneers though i think they have a little more to offer um than than the packers do rogers has no weapons none aaron jones and aj Dillon. that's it yeah i I agree and if there's one thing that the buccaneers have been doing well it's playing defense Mm -hmm. Um, it's the reason they were able to win a game against the game against the the cowboys i mean they weren't putting up a lot of points at all that was all field goals but you know what when you hold your opponents to six points you can win with 12 and so that that's that's kind of where i'm at um buccaneers are playing good on defense packers are god awful on offense and have no weapons and no one aaron Rodgers can trust so yeah we don't even These, know who their one number one wide receiver is. It's like Watkins. Yeah, Bates, and right? I and I saw in our league you dropped Dobbs. I did, which drop I'm Dobbs. sure hurt. Which I'm sure hurt a little bit. It did. I was really hoping that he would have like just to break out and be the guy there, but nope, couldn't hold him. I couldn't hold wasn't, him. I'm doing a lot. Wasn't meant to be. No. Um, San Francisco at Denver's your Sunday night football game this week. I we've talked about our concerns with Denver. Um, and we've talked about how San Francisco could be a better team with Jimmy Garoppolo. I like San Francisco on the road here. So do I. I think they're just a better team. They're better coached, obviously, by a lot. Like yeah, Kyle, Kyle Shanahan, Nathaniel I, Hackett. I, Which one would you rather take? I, I think the Cowboys are better coached. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think and, – and with Jimmy G, they'll be fine. Uh, they're not going to skip a beat. In fact, they might get better. Um, yeah. No, I'm picking the Niners for sure. Uh, The Monday night football game is like the Eagles fan worst nightmare. I hate these matchups because I hate them both so much. Um, Dallas with Cooper Rush at the 2-0 New York football Giants. Um, There is a chance the Giants win this game. The Cowboys did manage to beat the Bengals with Cooper Rush off that defensive performance. Um, The reason I'm going to go with Dallas is because I know for sure every time I want the Cowboys to like be really, really out of it and just be bad, they're going to win enough games that some people are like, maybe the Cowboys are okay. And we're going to be like, no, they're not. Um, the Cowboys are going to win this game, though. The Giants just are so bad. Like The defense is going to make Daniel Jones look like just complete dog doo-doo. Uh, Saquon's not going to have anywhere to run with Micah Parsons on the – I mean – Look, as a Penn State fan, like Micah versus Saquon, holy shit. Um, but Cowboys, Giants, it's like, can they end in a tie? Um, <laughs> I'm going Dallas, even with Cooper Rush. Yeah, I guess I'll go Dallas, just the defensive aspect of it. Their defense is very good. Um, and I I don't trust the Giants offense. 
Although I think it would be so funny if the Giants won or three and zero. You know, <laughs> just as well, I think it would be funny if the Bengals. Here's why won. I'm here's why I'm all about the Giants having this like ridiculous like low amount of success right now. Like they're winning their way out of getting Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. Yeah. That's what they're doing, and it's hilarious to me. Yeah, um, I just think it'd be so funny if they were three and zero. Like, I can you know. think of a, a in recent memory a worse three and zero three and zero team? Um, <laughs> no, I can't. Like, no. they're, they're not good, and they're gonna. They may be three and zero because they they're might be four and zero. Terrible. Who they play next week? Um, I know it's equally as awful. Hold on. Let me pull up their schedule because I know I th- this was a conversation that um, it was just like, oh, maybe my last God. year with the Panthers. The Panthers were like four and oh before they started losing horrendously. Uh, they play schedule full schedule. Come on. They play the Bears next week. <laughs> Oh my god. And then re- <laughs> So they play the Bears next week. And, and then reality Packers. strike then the reality strikes real quick. And they play the Packers, they play the Ravens, but then they play Jacksonville and Seattle. Honestly, Jacksonville <laughs> probably a much better team than the They Giants. have a bye, then they play Houston, then they play Detroit at Dallas, Washington, Philly, Washington, Minnesota, you guys Philly. Hey. <laughs> Giants have an easy schedule. Um, it's kind of it's kind of funny. I think fantasy uh, managers licking their lips at the Colts playing um, the Giants like right in the championship of. Uh, I know uh, Taylor owners have Taylor. Yeah, yeah. are feeling some licking kind of way there. They're feeling some kind of way about that schedule. Um, mm-hmm. Let's go to our fantasy studs and duds of the week, Taylor, to wrap up this episode. Obviously, we give our fantasy advice each and every week. We are going to start with the studs, a guy that you should absolutely be starting this week or be looking to target before it's too late to acquire if you don't have him. Um, I will let you go first on the uh, stud of the week. Okay, so my stud of the week um, fits into both the categories that you just described. Um Get him. If he's on the waiver, I doubt he's on the waiver, but if he is, if you're – the league mates are dumb. Uh, pick him up. And if not, I'd say try to trade for him. He had a big game last week, but I think he's going to have another big game. And I think going forward, he's going to slowly become the guy. And I'm talking about Garrett Wilson on the Jets. Oh, I was – so in my keeper league, he was a free agent for some – like he was a free agent, and I and I picked him up um, before last week Yeah, because – the way our keeper works. So the way the keeper league is, is because it's a super flex. Mm-hmm. A lot of these lower guys that maybe haven't been drafted, should have been drafted with a lot of upside fall mm-hmm. to the waiver wire, because simply you have to have three quarterbacks on the roster or else you're kind of screwed. Like me, when you Trey Lance as your QB two snaps his leg in half, um, <clears throat> still one though. Um, but Garrett Wilson was a free agent and I used my, uh, my waiver. I was like, this guy's going to ball. This guy's yeah. going to ball. 
and yeah. he is yeah. quickly turning into wide receiver one. I am all yeah. for this pick. He had uh, week one, he had a 49% snap count. And with that 49%, less than half, he was able to get eight targets, four receptions, 52 yards. Um, and then next, last week, it jumped up from 49 to 61% snap count. And he turned that into 14 targets, eight receptions, and 102 yards and two touchdowns, including the game winner. Man is balling, especially with Joe Flacco at under center. He's going to trust him, and he's going to throw to him a hell of a lot more. I think, you know, eight targets and then 14, he's going to be a target monster, and he's going to get a ton of yardage because he's also really good after the catch, and he's going to get touchdowns. I think he is quickly supplanting uh more as the as the number one wide receiver for the jets i traded for him in a dynasty league um, oh wow yeah i mean I uh Ty- Kamara, so, so i mean it wasn't cheap but uh so i uh i have heard comparisons to justin jefferson with the way of garrett wilson's route running yes leave that as you may i traded so i so i have justin jefferson as my keeper yeah. And I'm hoping for the same. Obviously, I can't expect him to be Justin Jefferson, but I'm expecting maybe that type of leap for Garrett Wilson. Well, I, I traded – well, because Kamara, you know, he, he was hurt. And he also and plays I, for the Jets, so. Yeah, I know. Um, But I'm hoping that he might be good enough that he – like, I mean, with, with Joe Flacco, it seems like he's good enough that he can overcome the fact the that – The thing you have to up. keep in mind is Zach Wilson will be back in week four – Mm-hmm. Week five at the latest, yep. and him and Elijah Moore have a great rapport. So, yes, Joe Flacco, <laughs> Joe Flacco prefers Garrett Wilson, but will Zach Wilson? That's I, what you have to figure out. I really hope that he does, and if he doesn't, then I hope he's not the quarterback for very much longer, right. um, which he probably won't be because I don't think he's very good. But, um, uh, yeah, uh, I was able to I was able to trade Kamara. Kamara and Calvin Ridley, who, you know, he's not playing this year, obviously, but he'll be back um, for uh, Wilson, Melvin Gordon, and a second-round pick this next year. Um, So I am all aboard the Clyde Edwards-Alaire hype train once again. (laughs) Like, this might be his coming-out party. And against the Colts, who can't seem to stop a nosebleed when it comes to rushing the football, um, yeah, Start Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and if you can buy low on him, I would do it because this is a guy who is running well. He's featured in the passing game, which is obviously huge for fantasy, and um, you know he is definitely somebody to have in a high-octane offense. Um, given how he's performed, he's going to continue to dominate uh, touches in this backfield, even with the presence of Jarek McKinnon and Isaiah Pacheco. Um, but he is going to carve out a healthy sample size each and every week against a Colts team that look game script is likely that they're going to be running the football here late in the game. Clyde Edwards, Alaire is a start for you guys this week. Yeah. And another point on uh, Garrett Wilson um, this week is they're playing the Bengals obviously. And you know, the Bengals just, played Cooper rush and he was able to do enough. So, uh, I mean, Joe Flacco, is he better than Cooper rush? Probably. Um, I, I think that 
that'll be good. And and as for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I like to think that the Colts can play better run defense. They do have DeForest Buckner and Grover Stewart at, at, up front who have played well before in pass uh, defense. But, you know, if the score does get out of hand, then it might go to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire for uh, just garbage time work. So start him if you want. We're gonna go to. Really <laughs> we're gonna go to duds. I will lead this one off. Um, I went running back, so I'll go wide receiver for a dud. Um, and a lot of you guys probably drafted him pretty high and are expecting nice things out of one Adam Thielen. Uh, he is a name at this point. This dude is as washed as washed. Through two games, he has eleven targets for seven catches and eighty-eight yards, no tutties. Um. Much of that came in garbage time when the game was out of hand last week against the Eagles. Um, he is not involved. It seems like if Kirk Cousins isn't throwing the football to Justin Jefferson, it's going to Irv Smith. And this is a team that, you know, still likes to predicate their offense around the play action and getting Dalvin Cook involved. Adam Thielen is just a name at this point. Rather than start him, you should be trying to sell him if you can, which I can't imagine you're going to get much for him, even if you do. Um, this is probably a guy that you expected to be your wide receiver too, based on where he was drafted. Probably somebody taking Adam Thielen is expecting him to be their wide receiver too. He is not that. Get him off your roster as soon as possible via trade if you can. Yeah, it's kind of sad. I mean, once, once Jefferson came in, it, he just kind of took over like – you know, 80% mm -hmm. of the freaking targets. And then yep. it seemed like, as he should. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And then Irv Smith seems to be involved a lot as well. Um, yeah. Thielen caught like two passes or something. I, I I'm trying to remember. Cause I watched the game obviously. And like in the third quarter, it was like, Oh, oh he was, he didn't even have a catch till the fourth quarter. Yeah. That's what I mean. It he didn't have a catch till the fourth that's quarter. What it, was. it was the fourth quarter. And it was like, Oh, Thielen. He's still Thielen exists. Like, Oh, he exists. He, he actually caught, not that, Kirk Cousins was playing good because he wasn't. He was playing like absolute trash. Um, so I don't expect him to be able to support two wide receivers who can uh, who are viable in fantasy when he can't even hardly do one at that night. Um, but my dud, um, I'm going to go to the Niners Broncos game. I'm gonna pick a running back because like I picked a wide receiver, I'll pick a running back here. Um, I'm worried about Javante Williams in this game. Um, I like Javante Williams as a player, and I don't know if you can um, sit him unless you have someone uh, substantial you can put in that you trust to get at least a floor. But this Niners team is good. Their defense is good. Mm -hmm. They just held the Seahawks. Now it's the Seahawks, but just held the Seahawks running backs to a combined 36 yards on the team. Um, so I just worry – with how the Broncos are playing, you don't even know if they really trust Javante Williams. They're giving a lot of run to Melvin Gordon, and they're playing a good defense. I don't know if you if you can. I might stay away from Javante Williams. I just I hate to do this to you, but I don't agree at all. You don't? I no, because Mel, Javante is out touching Melvin Gordon first sure. of all in each game, uh, and Javante is also the running back that's involved in the passing game. So even though he's supposed to be, but the he's the, the Broncos are playing bad. Javante, I have Javante in a league. He's been so fine. I. I mean, I I am starting he's left him a lot to be desired. 
I'm starting him with confidence against the Niners. Um, but I understand the reasoning. I don't agree with it. Listen, but he's probably your second round pick or your third round pick, depending on uh, the league you're playing in. So you might not have anyone you'd even want to risk putting in. For um, in that league, I actually have Clyde Edwards Alaire as my third running back. I have Mixon, Javante, and Clyde. And you're starting Javante as over of now, Clyde? Javante, yeah, over Clyde. You have Clyde as your stud, or your stud, and you're not even going to start him. Not over Javante, no. <laughs> That, sir, I I disagree. I disagree. I mean, the first week against Seattle, he did great. But then against Houston, Houston, Javante Williams Javante. only put up nine points. And you think against a good Niners team, he's going to go off again? I don't know, man. He had one reception for 10 yards. I think, I look, I think. Javante's Is he really involved in the passing game? Is he? Should be, yeah, he is. Yes, I mean, he, he, should he's, be. He's, he should be. All I, I agree with you. He should be, but is he? It, are the Broncos doing the best for him possible? And I would say no. Javante, I like Javante Williams as a player, and I think in another team with maybe another coach, he could be good. But I, <laughs> I worry because right now the way that they're using him, it's worrying me as an owner. Like I'm, I'm still gonna start him because I don't have Clyde Edwards Hilaire, but uh, I'm just, it's, <laughs> I find it funny that you're st- uh, uh, my dud and you're starting my dud over your stud. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I hope it doesn't come back to bite you. <laughs> I, I, it shouldn't. Not in this league, considering it's a uh, my that team is absolutely stacked. Um, <laughs> I, I have a drafted um, with a bunch of idiots in that league. Let me see. Um, I, I want to. I have one like that as well, where I have um, there. I think it's this one. I have Eckler, Williams, and, and Swift. You want to hear my? You want to hear my wide receiver core? Sure. You want to hear mine too? Cooper, Cooper Cup, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Rashad Bateman, DJ Moore, and Michael Thomas, and I have DeAndre Hopkins on the bench. <laughs> that is absurd. I mean, I have Amon Ross, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Cortland Sutton. Uh, Christian Kirk and Juju. I mean, not as good as yours, but still pretty good. I mean, if you have Amon Ross and Brown, you're, you're you're looking pretty good at wide receiver. Um, and then I have Sutton and uh, but yeah, I, I mean Javante Williams, Eckler, and Swift are all on my team. Yeah, oh, heavy. Heavy running back in a round. I because I knew I could get a Monrise St. Brown so late because no one was taking him early that I was able to wait on wide receiver and be fine with him being my number one wide receiver because that's exactly what he is. Yeah. I uh I agree. Yeah. I, I mean we'll see. We'll see how I feel on Sunday about Clyde Edwards Alaire Javante. <laughs> um I have time. I have you do, time. You, you you can mull it over. Um, so that leaves with our fantasy studs and duds. Very rarely do we disagree. Um, but, uh, you know, it's bound to happen every, from time. Usually we take each other's. I know before I I was worried you were going to take mine with the, the, uh, the dud, but I, you went in a totally different direction. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm full of surprises, Taylor, you know this. Um, so we, (laughs) 
we will get on out of here. We have a football game to catch between the Steelers and the Browns. Everybody enjoy their football-packed weekend and uh, bundle up out there. It's going to be barely 50 degrees on Friday. Gotta I'm love be it. Be in Indianapolis this weekend having a oh, that's that's right. You're out, you're out. In Taylor, enjoy you know, Indy. And you know you can. Uh, there's always alcohol when your team is uh, terrible. So that's right. Yes. Thank you. Um, enjoy Indy. It's a very nice city. I enjoy the city a lot. I enjoy, uh, Lucas oil stadium. I was there for the big 10 championship game. It is. Very I'm really nice. excited to see it. Cause I do think um, it's so nice. It is very nice. And see. Indianapolis is a fun town to go out in. So, and definitely enjoy it. Make sure you go to some bars and, mm. uh, and, uh, enjoy buddy and enjoy the Patrick Mahomes show, because I, I think that's what you're going to have to enjoy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm cautiously uh, hoping for you. Um, <laughs> you can hope for me. You don't have to cautiously do it. it doesn't, <laughs> mean, doesn't mean you have to think that where you have a chance, but you can at least hope for me. Um, <laughs> it doesn't uh, affect uh, you in any way. <laughs> uh, Otis extends his best wishes. Oh, thank um, you. Now that I have his blessing, I know that uh, uh, they'll have a good game. All I want is a competitive game. All I want is a good game. The Colts don't even have to win. I just want them to not get blown out forty-one to seven. <laughs> I I I, I, I want to be I, the Titans. You might you might be the Titans. Um, you might you might. Pittman's be. back. We can score now. <laughs> On that note, everybody, uh, this was Sports with the Z and a T. You can find this in every episode on Spotify, uh, Apple. And YouTube, if you want to see the visual side of things, you can follow us on Twitter at sports underscore podcast, as well as mine and Taylor's personal accounts at zbrice21 and at tlats with two T's and two S's. We are, of course, presented by Godzilla Media, sponsored by uh, Saving Face Barbershop up in Saratoga Springs, Johnstone Supply in Troy, and Mohawk Honda. Get that all out of there. And, uh, of course, DraftKings as well is doing those great fun things for us as well. And uh, enjoy the weekend of football. Go Birds. Um, go Colts. Uh, yeah. Um, root for enjoy, buddy. Uh, we will definitely uh, have to hear how it goes for you. I'm hope. Where are your seats? seats? Um, pretty. I, I. It's like low on the Colts sideline towards uh, the right end zone. So like kind of in the corner. Oh. On the Colts sideline in the right end zone. I yeah. think that's where our student section was at the Big Ten Championship game. Nice. nice. So I think you might be sitting in the same areas. Uh, uh, yeah, nope. uh, enjoy the game. Enjoy. Uh, this is your first actual NFL game, right? In mm -hmm. person? I've been to a preseason game, but uh, that doesn't count. <laughs> no, does not count. And it's no. going to be totally different. Enjoy and a whole every opener. Home opener. So it's going to be loud. Wow. All right. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be. Um, until the game starts. <laughs> fire uh, fire Frank chance will be bellowing Hopefully. out by halftime. Um, I'll, be, I'll be right there with them. Look, I'm, I'm ready not... to boo the team. Honestly, I'm, I'm sick of their shit. Like if they play bad, I'm going to boo the shit out of them. I'm sure you're not going to be the only one. Um, hope for a good game. Hope for a positive outcome for you. Enjoy mm -hmm. the football this weekend, everybody. And we will catch you next week right here with sports with a Z and T. See ya.